Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to The Wrong Cat Died, the podcast breakdown of the cat's catastrophe. I'm your host, Mike Abrams, and today we are covering the magical cat mr mistopheles cue the intro music there's a cat over here there's a cat over there and the wrong one died and the wrong one died welcome to the wrong cat died the podcast breakdown of the cat's catastrophe today we're going to talk about mr mistopheles like buster for rhymes i really want to call mr mistopheles m&m for the double m's but instead i'm going to call him misto from here on out but first i love mr mistopheles plain and simple this cat is one of the best cats in the entire play his song is sung by rum tug tugger and tug is giving him a full-on admiration it's so over the top that the rumor mill about Tugstopheles is insane. I covered it a little bit in episode three, but we're going to dig way deeper today. Just stay tuned and be ready for a shower after. But Misto, Misto really steals the show. His number is towards the end and it's intentionally a showstopper. He comes down from the ceiling with lights all over his fur And in the 1998 movie, he immediately starts shooting lightning out of his hands just to show how magical he is. His song talks about all the insane magical things he's done. He does close-up magic with dice and cards. He uses deception with mice. And he produces seven kittens right out of a hat. In his song alone, he shoots lightning out of his hands, pulls a rainbow scarf out of a cup, and ends with a huge magic trick, which I'll cover in a few. Although Misto doesn't really sing his song, he has an elaborate solo dance number. He does a few double toe taps and a ton of ballet-based dancing, which means that the actor who plays him has to be incredibly talented. It's pretty impressive, and when you add in the magical tricks, it makes him an extremely worthy candidate to be the cat to die. The end of the song is where Misto really makes his case. If we view cats as a competition show like America's Got Talent, like I have, magicians always do very well. And whenever they can incorporate a judge, they do even better. So what does Misto do? He makes Old Deuteronomy appear out of thin air. He pulls out this giant red blanket and somehow gets Old Deuteronomy to appear out of nowhere. Old Deuteronomy is so impressed that he embraces Misto with this massive hug to end the song. And if you're telling me Old Deuteronomy isn't hitting his golden buzzer or whatever automatic winning button he has after being conjured out of thin air by the magical Mr. Mistopheles, you are nuts. 
And I'm saying it right here, right now. Mr. Mosafelis has to be a top contender to die. How does Mr. Mosafelis' song differ from the poem? Well, it's exactly the same, but only if you start in the second paragraph. Andrew Lloyd Webber cut out the intro, and here's what we learned at the start of the poem. Please listen to me and don't scoff. All his inventions are of his own bat. There's no such cat in the metropolis. He holds all the patent monopolies for performing surprising illusions and creating eccentric confusions, the magical Mr. Mistopheles. Well, it only took nine episodes for me to realize that T.S. Eliot is just as at fault for not rhyming the poems as Andrew Lloyd Webber is for not rhyming the songs. Either way, I'm a little mad that the holds all patent monopolies was cut from the song. What a great achievement. Holding all patent monopolies? It's like McCavity committing all human crimes. I bet McCavity stole Mr. Mistopheles' patent monopolies, but we wouldn't know because McCavity's not there. Let's dig into some real and fictional characters for Mr. Mistopheles. Let's start with some real magicians, and I'm going to go in pairs because I am a big believer of Tugstopheles. So let's kick off with Siegfried. I'd say both Siegfried and Roy, but Roy retired, and both of them nearly died from a large cat attacking them mid-show. They incorporated cats into their show, and they have a ton of rumors of them being a couple. Honestly, Siegfried might be Misto, and Roy might be Tugger. Let's get to Tugstopheles at Vegas show as soon as possible. While we're on the duo magicians, what about Penn and Teller for Tugstopheles? Penn does all the talking, which would make Misto Teller. They do some pretty elaborate magic, and I could definitely see them shooting lightning out of their hands. Let's move on from the real magicians and go to some fictional magicians. I want to kick us off with Barney Stinson from How I Met Your Mother. Barney is known more for his sexual escapades, but he does a ton of magic throughout the show. He's also impeccably dressed at all times and has some flair, just like Misto does. In the movie world, he has a little Daniel Atlas from Now You See Me. Misto seems a little cocky throughout his whole song, and Daniel is the showman of the Four Horsemen. He's one of the leaders and the front men of the group, just like Misto dominates this song. There's also a scene in the first movie where Daniel Atlas throws the handcuffs that are on him onto a police officer, and the movement looked exactly like Misto shooting lightning out of his hands. But no matter what I did, and no matter how many times I thought about Mr. Mistopheles, I always think of Misto as Joe Bluth from Arrested Development. Job is consistently doing magic through all the seasons. He founded the Alliance of Magicians, and Misto would definitely be the president of that. Plus, I could totally see Misto looking at one of the cats and going, it's an illusion, Michael. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the Internet Rumor Mill. I want to get through a couple of these quickly because 
I promised you some of the Tuxtopheles stuff. So first things first, Misto is a Leo. Done. Next is probably my favorite rumor, which is that the rumor says he's probably gay. Um, I hate to break it to you, Mr. Internet. Misto is 100% gay, and he is proud of it. I'm not sure about Tugger and the Tuxtopheles, but it's looking like a high likelihood. He does pull a rainbow scarf out of a cup throughout his performance. So I'm pretty sure he's gay and super proud of it. The last rumor is the one that's a little bit confusing. There's a rumor that McCavity gets his magical powers from Mr. Mistopheles. And I don't really know what to make of this rumor. One, because McCavity's not there. But two, because Misto has shooting lightning from his hands, which definitely makes this possible. But it's also a rumor that Misto is McCavity's son. So maybe this has a little bit of Harry Potter, Voldemort type of thing where he's giving the powers in the act of trying to kill him. That would make Old Deuteronomy Dumbledore, which lines up a little bit because a father trying to get his son to die is makes a little bit of sense. But then McCavity is also kind of the worst character. So I'm not really sure if I can dig into this. But either way, I think this might make a little bit of Misto's case if McCavity's trying to kill him. That's pretty much all I could figure out from this. My head started spinning when I tried to figure it out. So I want to move on. And I want to move on because I made a promise to all of you listeners that I would do the research for you and I'd do the work. And as we enter episode nine, I have fulfilled this promise and I'm going to make it even more fulfilled here today. I dug into some Tuxtopheles fan fiction. There are 3,200 Cats the Musical stories on fanfiction.net and 203 of them include Miss Stone and Tugger. I didn't read them all, but I read more than any mentally stable human being should have possibly read. One of them really stood out for me, so I want to read you a few pieces from this story. I did not write it, so I will give credit to where his credit is due. And I apologize up front, because I felt dirty just reading this. And I feel dirty reading it to you. But I think it's important for you as a podcast listener to know what's out there and to be prepared so that you can watch this movie in the right way. So the best story I read was started in December of 2008 and finished in March of 2009. It's 15 full chapters and over 17,000 words, and it's written by Cleo Leo. So I present to you a few excerpts from Cleo Leo's Tug My Heartstrings. Chapter 1. Misto, wait a minute, Tugger grabbed on his wrist and spun him around. I don't want to talk to you, Tug, he sighed, looking rather defeated. But I want to talk to you. That's got to count for something, he smiled. Not coming from you. Go back to the ball, Misto snarled. Moving on to chapter five. Please, Misto, just give me a chance. I want this. I want us. I do, he said urgently, taking Mustafli's paws in his own. Yes, you want it. But for how long? How long till you get bored and want something else, he said softly. Just meet me tonight. I'll find some way to prove it to you. Moving on to chapter 10. What did he tell you? Tugger asked forcefully. Misto's eyes darted away from Tugger's. Nothing. Tugger quickly adjusted his head so he was looking into Misto's eyes again. You're a terrible liar. Now tell me what he said. Mistopheles swallowed nervously. He didn't say much. Misto, Tugger said, his tone filled with warning. He said, you were dying. Quick pause. And I promise and I swear, I am not Cleo Leo. But I am so happy that this story is choosing Tugger to be the cat to die. What a win for the Wrong Cat Died podcast. I have fan fiction on my side. Okay, back to the story. Chapter 15, which is the last chapter. I love you, Tugger said with such honesty. It made Mistopheles want to cry. He couldn't believe how stupid he had been, but that Tugger was really going to forgive him for his idiocy. I know, he whispered back. Tugger simply leaned down and kissed Mistopheles. And this time, neither was feeling guilty or battling with a conscience or angry or sad. 
they were finally what they should have been all along. Happy. The end. As I said in Skimble Shanks episode 8, it was time for Thomas to leave. He had seen everything. Let's dig into Mr. Mistopheles' YouTube comments. Here are my favorite. Aaron Martano, Tugger. Mistopheles is so shy and mysterious. Mistopheles comes in and starts blowing shit up left and right. Jim Halpert, which I don't think it's that Jim Halpert. Mr. Mistopheles really pulled a rainbow flag out of a cup. Cats does not play around. T-Goblin, I know old help after old Deuteronomy was kidnapped. A number about how much I love my boyfriend. Victoria Morez, me at first. WTF is this musical? Who would like something like that? It's weird as F. Me now, watching Cats vids at 1am. Okay, Victoria, you're telling me this is my ninth episode about cats. Who would have thought? And then my personal favorite, the simple comment from Lucaro Ninja. I want a cat that can shoot lightning. Me too, Lucaro. So why does Mr. Mistopheles deserve to die over Grisabella? How can he not? He shoots lightning from his hands. He makes the judge, Old Deuteronomy, appear out of thin air. And he has the biggest show-stopping number. Plus, he clearly is in a relationship with Tugger, who is the other frontrunner. Magicians always do well on competition shows, and Misto is a show-stopping magician. He's also towards the end of the show, which gives him a little bit of a recency bias. My quick counter, as amazing as Mr. Mistopheles is, he did give McCavity his powers, potentially, and that would be bad. That's all I got. He's nearly perfect in every way, so the counter is even hard. So how do I rate Mr. Mistopheles? On a scale of 1 to 9 cat lives, I give Misto 8.5 cats. He'd get a full 9 cats, but honestly, I want Tuxtopheles to be the only cat to get a 9 out of 9, because I want them to die together. Thank you for listening to episode 9 about the magical Mr. Mistopheles on The Wrong Cat Died, the podcast breakdown of the cat's catastrophe. To follow along, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Wrong Cat Died, or check out our website, TheWrongCatDied.com. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.